This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So a couple days ago, Dylan Mulvaney makes uh, splashes. And for those of you who don't know, Dylan Mulvaney is a man. He is a man. M-A-N. Man that is pretending to be a woman. Whether he truly believes it to be true or not, I don't know. But there are only two genders, okay? And, and, And I don't like the fact that as Christians, if we state facts. Okay. The Bible's very clear about all of this. In the beginning, he made him both male and female in his own image. It's super simple. Very simple. Literally, you just got to go to the first book and the first chapter, the 27th verse, I believe it's the 27th verse of the Bible to determine this out. And then further on in the Bible, it says that God knew you when he knitted you in your mother's womb. God doesn't make mistakes, right? So moving on from that, we've established what the truth is, both biblically and reality, DNA, et cetera, XX, XY chromosomes. Uh, These are simple truths. But what we find ourselves in now is the, I don't know, the disposal of truth in replacement of emotion and in replacement of feelings. Everybody has feelings. Everybody has things that they believe and what they feel at the moment, but that doesn't make them true. In fact, more often than not, our feelings can play uh, tricks on us and cannot be true, right? I feel like everybody hates me. Well, a couple people might hate you, but everybody doesn't hate you. See what I mean? There are the feelings of what's going on and the realities of what's going on. I feel like I'm a woman. Okay. You feel that way. Got it. But you're not. You're not. Your DNA, your chromosomes, your your genetic makeup does not lie. Okay. What is more likely? That your chromosomes, your DNA makeups, that God made a mistake. Or. Perhaps there's something wrong with your mind chemically. Perhaps there's counseling that needs to be involved. And perhaps you're playing into this narrative that is being pushed on our country to believe that transgenderism and drag queen story hours are normal in our society. Okay, so the other day, Bud Light declares a uh, a partnership with Dylan Mulvaney. Not only do they have a partnership, they gave him, and I will always call him him because that's what he is. He's a dude. They gave him a happy 365 can with his face on it. Okay. And what that means is Dylan Mulvaney has been a woman for 365 days. And that's his, that has been his claim to fame. 
a couple years ago, he was on The Price is Right as a, a dude. And then ever since then, he started on TikTok like day one as a woman. And he's walked it all the way up to 365. I don't know what the next thing's going to be. Is it going to be walking it up to year 10 as a woman? Or, or is it going to be walking it back down to a man? I don't know what his next step is. But, you know, I've actually thought about doing something similar. <laughs> Maybe I should do like a documentary series of uh, 365 days as a liberal. <laughs> like maybe I started day one of being a liberal where someone gets my Starbucks, my Starbucks order wrong. And I just throw it and be a Karen in the drive through. I, I don't know. Like I don't, maybe I should do that. A 365 day series of being a liberal and, and go, but anyway, Bud Light has received a lot of backlash from this. John Rich, uh, Travis Tritt, Kid Rock. A lot of people have come out. Uh, a lot of bar owners have come out saying that they'll, not be purchasing Anheuser-Busch products anymore, et cetera. But Bud Light has come out with a statement for this, uh, for the backlash of this. And this is the most interesting thing. Now, I'm not a big alcohol drinker, not a liquor drinker at all, but, but you know, beer, it, it just, it, it innately has like a certain demographic attached to it, I would assume, okay? When you think of people drinking a beer, you think about the guys drinking a beer, you think about a country music artist, you know, drinking a beer, cheers in the stadium that he's sold out or she sold out, et cetera. You just assume that there's a certain clientele for beer drinkers, especially Bud Light, right? Like I realized that there's these snobby beer drinkers that, you know, are hops and all this other kind of stuff, but Bud Light drinkers, there's a certain, there's a certain clientele, you know, Natty Light, like. Hey, there's a certain clientele that goes along with this, but this is Bud Light's response. Okay. Bud Light says packed with trans activist Dylan Mulvaney, get this, helps authentically connect with audiences. What? Who? What? What? What audience? What? <laughs> what audience is this? Uh, don't worry, I have data for you. Jack Daniels has come out supporting uh, Drag Queen Story Hour summer camps, by the way. So for you liquor Jack Daniels drinkers, there you go. But the biggest thing I want to touch on here is Bud Light says that the pact, and that's weird too, says pact, not partnership or sponsorship deal, the pact. That's weird wording there to me. Like, it's weird. Why do you have a pact with somebody? That's odd. Businesses don't have packs. They have business deals. They have partnerships. They have strategic strategy partnerships. They have sponsorships, et cetera. They don't have packs. That's weird. Uh, not pack like a pack of beer. No, a pact. P-A-C-T. A pact. It's weird. It's weird wording. Anyway, well, they say it authentically connects with audiences. Well, this is what I wanted to get to the bottom of. Who are the audience? What is the audience of this? What is the percentage of people in America specifically, okay, that identify as transgender? All right, people, I've said it once, I've said it a million times. Stop supporting woke companies like AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, all of the above, Verizon. Pugh. Forget it. Why would you support companies who don't share your values? Why not go to Pure Talk, where the CEO and chairman of the board is a U.S. veteran? And Pure Talk cares about supporting veterans and our military. When you become a Pure Talk customer, you have an option to support America's warrior partnership to prevent veteran suicide. The service, this is actually 
very important to me. I've had several friends take their lives, and this is a very important partnership, and I stand behind it. The service is fantastic. They cover 99% of America. I'm a customer. I don't drop calls, and trust me, I would tell you because dropping calls is a big issue in my line of work. Pure Talk is an American company who cares about creating American jobs. Their customer service team is right here in the U.S., and they make switching easy. Talk, text, and plenty of 5G data is just 30 bucks a month with no contract. You can keep your number, keep your phone. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So what are you waiting for? Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code Graham to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Graham. Save with an American company who shares your values. Go to puretalk.com, promo code Graham now. Okay, Bill Maher has covered this already, that it has exponentially grown over the years. And at this rate, in 50 years, all of us are going to be gay at minimum, <laughs> at minimum at this point. But but I wanted to do some some research. So this is the Williams Institute of uh, at UCLA. So this is not a conservative-leaning institution. So you can look this up at williamsinstitute.law.ucla.edu. So this is from UCLA, okay? Here we go. Of the entire U.S., over 1.6 million adults ages 18 and older and youth ages 13 to 17 identify as transgender. Okay, so there's 360 million people in the country. 1.6 million adults and or youth identify as transgender, okay? 0.6% of the U.S. population not 6%, 0.6% of the U.S. population ages 13 to 17 identify as transgender. 0.5% identify, and that's 17 or older, identify as transgender. That's interesting to me. Uh, let's see. Uh, research. Research shows transgender individuals are younger on average than the U.S. population. We find that youths ages 13 to 17 are significantly more likely to identify as transgender than adults 65 or older. I wonder why. This research says that racial slash ethnic distribution of youth and adults who identify as transgender appears generally similar to the U.S. population. Though our estimates mirror prior research that found transgender youth and adults are more likely to report being lat Latinx, Latinx or whatever, and less likely to report being white compared to the U.S. population. Let's go to where it broke it down by states here. Of all the transgender people, 18% of them, 18% uh, of people who identify as transgender are ages 13 to 17. 8% of the U S population as a whole are ages 13 to 17. Uh, 39% of people who identify as transgender are women. 36% or oh, excuse me, are transgender women. 36% are transgender men. Uh, this is interesting. And this is the, the, this is the stuff where I start to question the whole uh, legitimacy of it all. 3% of youth in New York identify as transgender. 0.2% of adults in Missouri identify as transgender. 
0.9% identify as transgender in North Carolina, 0.6% identify as transgender in Wyoming, but 3% of youth in New York identify as transgender. Now, my question would be is if this was a real thing, if this was something real that was going on, okay, what I mean is transgender people, that thought process that you can be a man and actually instead of being a woman and you can be a woman instead of being a man, if that was real, it should be relatively even across state lines. There should not be regional influxes in this. And if it's regional influxes, how can you have 3% of youth, like total, in New York identify as transgender? So that means that if 0.5, hang on, how much was it again? Let me look at the, let me look at the data. If 0.6% of ages 13 to 17 of the trans, identify in the transgender population of the entire United States, only 0.6% of the entire U.S. population. If 3% of that 0.6 live in New York City, then regionally, it is exponentially upping that very small number of the total population in the first place, right? So if it's regional, how can it be real? Because if it's actually real and men can be women and women can be men, then you would assume that it would be relatively even or at least similar across the board. But 3% in New York opposed to 0.2% in Missouri that is a very, very drastic difference. Why? Why is that? Well, because it's a narrative. Because it's a popular thing right now. Just like goth was, pop was popular back in my day. You know, the goths and things like that. Like, everybody was a goth. Everybody was listening to the death metal and all this other kind of stuff. And they were dressing like vampires for a while. I, I, this is a narrative push on our young people. Inflation has consequences, guys, as the Fed raises interest rates to combat out-of-control government spending. Long-term bonds have diminished in value, crippling the banks. Depositors are holding their breath, and investors are bailing on bank stocks. Right now is time for diversification. Right now is to protect your family savings, your 401k, your IRA with gold or precious metals. That's why you need to work with my friends over at Birch. Gold Group. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA or 401k or simply your savings into precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Simply text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold. That's it. That's all they want to do. They want to send you a free info kit. It's no cost to you, no commitment to you. What do you have to lose than to simply do what you need to do to find out the information that you need to protect your family in these uncertain times? Text Graham to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold today. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Birch Gold is who you can trust to protect your future. Go right now and text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 today. What is going on? So we have we have Trump arrested now, yep. which no matter how much I read about it, I'm like, I don't even really understand this. So yep. it's so dadgum confusing. Yep. And, and by the way, a lot of people don't even know 
The QAnon shaman got released in the yep. middle of no, people don't even know. They're like, really? Yeah. When did that happen? We have the uh, the Nashville, the, the horrific Nashville shooting. Oh, um, it's disgusting. Which is disgusting. And the media reaction to it, which is just absolutely diabolical. It may uh, be even worse. And I, I mean, I, I, I well, yeah. I don't know, or equal to their, their reaction to it. But but yeah, we can get into all of that, but keep going. We're just going to go in order of how you list out all the things. Well, I don't even know that we found out. I mean, th this is a surprise to no one that the Chinese spy balloon, oh, we're all shocked. It was giving information back to China, which. What? Uh, wha <laughs> wha 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 yeah. yeah. How can you not know that? I, I don't even know where to start. And then in terms of the church's response to everything is pathetic all the way across the board. So oh. that doesn't even need to get mentioned. Where are we at? Seriously, where are we at? I well, <laughs> uh, I guess I guess I guess we'll take the top of the list that you started with there. Uh, you know, let's take the Trump thing. Okay, so uh, I my podcast is in the religion and spirituality category, very much like yours, uh, and and like yourself. I mean, we're a bit more, I would say, hard in the paint on the political stuff. Uh, not that you don't cover it, but. But uh, yeah, we, I think that's right. Yeah, we we, we really try to because I, I do. I think there's a need there where from a Christian perspective, tackle what people are seeing all the time. Right. Uh, you know, I'm not a pastor. I'm not a preacher. I'm just a guy that loves the Lord, that that, that believes there's a gap there. And, and so we try to do that. So so in regards to the Trump thing, I was at Mar-a-Lago the other night when he gave his his uh, little presser after or whatnot. Um, you know, really gauging the room. And I'll tell everybody this, the man was tired, like, like, like beat down tired. Like that was the shortest speech I have ever heard Donald Trump give. Like, I know Donald Trump's speech is like the back of my hand now. Like it's like that scene from parts and rec. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but they're campaigning. And he's like, we've got this speech down to a science. And like, I know the inflection points is when he's getting ready to end <laughs> and what he says. And yeah, never heard him, never heard him speak like that. And yeah, he, so, he gave a, he gave a longer speech at McDonald's in Ohio yes. a few weeks ago. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so, so, so as, as much as it probably is a shock for people to hear, I think the speech he gave the other night was probably the most authentic, no show, kind of Trump that probably has been seen in a long time, uh, beat down, tired, you know, this is what's going on kind of thing. So, so here's what I'll say. And this is what I've said on my show. Um, I'm not arguing that Donald Trump did something with Stormy Daniels. I'm not arguing that. Yeah. In fact, yep. I would argue to say that it, yeah, probably so, <laughs> you know, and, but that was, that was back in 2005, 2006, not justifying it. I'm just saying, you know, we're talking about things a long time ago and the business fraud stuff. So so one, I do not believe in any regard that there are 34 actual counts of business fraud. What people do in the courts has been explained to me from a lot of high profile lawyers at Mar-a-Lago is that's called stacking. When you have a very weak case, what prosecutors will do is they'll stack it so they'll say so like and i'm just this is purely just made up stuff by the way so don't clip this and be like graham allen said that trump people did this no i'm just giving an example say uh john i want to do something and i give you money to make this transaction uh and then you take the money so i've made a transaction so that's one i've given you money 
Now you've taken that money and you put it in your bank account. Now that's two transactions. Then you take money from your bank account and you pay somebody else. That's three transactions. Oh. And then that person takes the money and pays somebody else. Well, now that's four. So that's called stacking, right? It really was just one thing, <laughs> but, 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 right. they, but they're saying that there's multiple things. Um, so interesting. I didn't know. I didn't know that. Now, now I do know if you were to take a, say like a, a four by 12, guitar cabinet, Marshall cabinet, and you put another one on top of it. Yeah, that is stack. also stacking. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. That's it, how we make, you know, guitars sound proper. So, 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 so look at it that way from a musician standpoint, somebody's <laughs> stack is one system, but it's a bunch of other systems put together, right? Your yeah. pedal board is consisted of all these different pedals, right? Well, that's the same thing that they're trying to do with this stacking thing. I am not arguing that, a multi-billionaire has probably figured out ways <laughs> to cheat the system in terms sure. of taxes, et cetera. And I'm not arguing whether or not that's right or wrong. The tax laws and the systems are the tax laws and the systems. And we all know that it benefits rich people more than it does uh, not rich people because rich people can afford the high powered people that know how to cheat the system. Right. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not advocating for that being right or wrong. What I'm saying is, if you're going to perp walk Donald Trump down there, then you got to perp walk 98% of everybody else that's got money down there, too. That's mm -hmm. all I'm saying. And, and, and so I thought that Donald Trump's lawyers said it best when he came out of there. He didn't speak right away, but his lawyers did. They said, if 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 the person in question, if you just took on paper what they're trying to charge here, if that person wasn't Donald Trump, nobody would be there. Like there would be no case. Right. Mm. And so that's really what's going on with the Donald Trump thing. Why are they doing it? I think it's, I think it's probably two reasons. One, I think they were hoping potentially maybe for some violence. Um, so they could say, see, he's an insider of violence. He's a threat to the country and Christian conservatives are terrorists and they, you know, they're, they're unhinged Two. I think they know that this is going to make him very hard to beat in the primary, not the general, but the primary of the GOP. And I think that they think that they can beat him. And, and, and so I think that I think that probably it's the latter. If I had to guess why yeah. the Democrats would do this. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it? <clears throat> A real POS. You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely tend to agree with that as well. I mean, and, and I just want to reiterate what you already said. I don't think anybody's well, I shouldn't say anybody. Generally speaking, I don't think anybody's under some illusion that Trump is some squeaky clean oh, yeah, boy no. scout that 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 all he really cares about is sanctification of the spirit. No, I don't, I don't think that's what we're dealing with. We are dealing with. I mean, let's just be honest. The Bible teaches us that part of the judgment of God on a nation is the leaders we get. And I'll yeah. tell you what, we are a nation who has rejected Christ rejected the created order. We have yep. rebelled against God. We want to do it our way. We kicked God out of the 
out of the whole country, kicked him out of the school system, kicked him out of marriages, kicked him out of sexuality, kicked him out of everything. Yep. And I'll tell you what, we're getting what we deserve. Um, in fact, Absolutely. we're still getting better than we deserve on the goodness of God and the grace of God. But yep. we're dealt, we're, we're given these choices that they're all really, really bad choices. What are we going to do? But I think what is so concerning to me is that we are watching what seems to me, I'm, I'm just curious if you think I'm being alarmist, am I, am I saying it Am I being a little too crazy? We are really watching a a left leftist, and I am including the the media, big tech, uh, big bit corp at this point, big business at this point, the one world great reset folk, all of this, who really absolutely wants the destruction of the republic. Mm-hmm. Just am I right in thinking that not only do we know that that's what's going on? It seems like that's what they're being successful. And and I'm curious to what degree of alarm. I think they're being successful in destroying this. What do you think? I think this is going to turn into a long episode and I'm super pumped about it. That's what I think. <laughs> I, I, I think uh, I think that you're not being an alarmist. I think that people that aren't becoming very alarmed very quickly um, even what happened in the elections just the other day in your state, I, I mean, you know, oh. people not paying attention and, and what's going on um, across the board, everything is going, everything is going in the wrong direction. So let's take practical stuff first. And so let's just take our money, for example. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, your money is not safe. And, and this is not me trying to incite fear in people or stir up uh, insecurity in people. This is just me trying to be honest the best mm. way I know how. Um, as we speak, China, Russia, uh, uh, Brazil, all these other places are now getting ready to or have already decided to accept the Chinese, I believe it's pronounced the UN or something, or the Yuan or something like that, as the new currency for oil purchase, mm. which is the most gigantic thing that could ever possibly happen because up until this point, it has been the U S dollar and the U S dollar alone as the universal currency for oil production, oil purchase, et cetera. The United States is losing at a drastic pace. Our world advantage, if you will, economic advantage, because the U S dollar is the national currency no matter where you go no matter what it is you can use a u.s dollar to convert it to whatever and purchase well now there are countries some of them nuclear power countries that have now said you know what we're not going to use the u.s dollar anymore uh we're going to use the chinese yuan or you win i i I don't know exactly Mm -hmm. how they pronounce it this is a gigantic gigantic issue this is where i tell everyone and this is not a pitch i know you got a gold sponsor i got one too this is not a pitch for a sponsor this is real life stuff okay your dollar say say you've got money in your bank that's great okay we are getting dangerously close to you waking up one day and you don't have as much money in the bank anymore And Mm -hmm. or that dollar is worth 30 cents on the dollar. Gas prices are already starting to rise again. I don't know if anybody's paid attention to this. And we told everybody around spring, summertime, all this illusion 
through the elections of Biden releasing the oil reserves to make the prices go down to make everybody think that it was going to be better around the spring summertime. The prices were going to start to skyrocket again. I think they've jumped 40, 50 cents in the past three weeks now uh, at the pumps. All of these things. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Go, go to the gas station today mm-hmm. and, 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 you know, and start paying attention to the gas prices because they're going to start to go up. This thing with the dollar is real. Like, like it is, it, it is a real thing. This is, I'm 36 years old. I have not spent my entire life obsessed with politics, but if the dollar starts to go down, if inflation continues to go up, the Fed just raised it another point or another 25% or another 0.25%, excuse me. Everything is, is it, that's going to cause more defaults on loans from banks. Banks have over $600 billion in unsecured loans out there right now. You think SVB and all these other banks going down. If you think it's not possible, maybe not for your Wells Fargo's or your JP Morgan chases and stuff, but your local banks are in trouble. They really are. They're, 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 they're mm. in big trouble for those kinds of things. That's when it starts to get bad. Okay. If gas prices go up, et cetera, um, all this, you're talking about so many people wanted people to protest by uh, doing what they called uh, bank runs, which is go pull all your money out. Don't do that. That's what they want because they want a digital world currency. The Fed just announced today that they're getting ready to unveil their new digital currency. <laughs> I mean, th- these are real things. And what does a digital currency do? They're going to be like, the bank can't protect you, but the government can. Convert all your money into a digital currency. And then what happens? Well, you can't track cash. Well, you can track anything with digital currency. And we are we are becoming less and less of an independent society within our own government and falling more and more into a controlled society within our own government. Anyway, this email from Mark Draving was in response to that. Like, like I, I'm hiring. I'm I'm adding to the American workforce here. Um, but either way, this this was uh this was his uh his poetry in motion here. Okay, here we go. Uh you were nothing but a washed up uh P-U-S-S-Y-A Marine. First of all, it wasn't a Marine, I was in the army, so we're already off to like a negative start. Donald Trump is going to have Oh, Donald Trump isn't going to, oh, if if your kids are listening, this probably isn't the right time. Here we go. Donald Trump isn't going to have sex with you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What a a random thing to say. Why does it always go to this? Donald Trump isn't going to have sex with me. Thank God. (laughs) That would be really unfortunate. Kid Rock won't F you in the (laughs) mouth. I'm sorry. I know that this is a Christian show. I apologize. But you guys need to sit like this is the real stuff that I do with every day. All right. Bud Light is still going strong. I disagree. Bud Light is down almost $7 billion in the stock market right now. So, you know, I mean, yeah, they're not going out of business, but that's a big old hit. But either way, you're a transphobic, transphobic, homophobic, racist piece of S. So I'm transphobic homophobic and I'm racist. You know what? I want to look up this. What is, what is the definition of transphobic here? Let me just, let me just look at this really quick. And if you guys didn't catch this episode is going to be attacking the transgender, uh, uh, plague that is taking over our community. Uh, all right. So the Merriam Webster 
uh, oh, okay. It says transphobic having or showing a dislike of or a strong prejudice against transgender people. Um, well, I don't think this makes me transphobic. Um, because I do, I have a severe dislike and a strong prejudice, um, against transgender ism, not against transgender people. I, I I'm not afraid of transgender people. I don't like walk on the other side of the street when I see them. I don't, you know, I don't try to actively make it to where they, uh, you know, can't get jobs, all, all this other kind of stuff. I don't want them, you know talking to the children about why they're transgender and why they chose the pronouns they chose. Cause I think that that has no business in anything, but if, if transphobic means that I dislike, I'll even go as far as hate the transgender ideology. Well then, yeah, I guess maybe I am transphobic. Uh, but you know, I'm also Satan phobic, <laughs> you know, I, I severely dislike and hate, uh, uh, Satan and all things demonic. So does that make me demon phobic? <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, I guess, I guess, I guess you're right here a little bit. I mean, you're right. I don't agree with, I don't like, and I don't support the transgender ideology has nothing to do with the people. We've actually talked about this in the episodes earlier. And as we go through this episode, talking about Mr. Beast and the world of a firestorm that he finds himself in, uh, a little later on this episode, it has nothing to do with the people because I don't see it like that. I, I don't see them as, Ooh, they're transgender people. I don't like them because they are an issue and I have a problem with them. No, I look at it as, Oh, this is demonic and this is evil. And I have a problem with that. So, okay. I mean, if, 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 if having a, a dislike, or a strong prejudice against transgender, not people, but the transgender ideology and the transgender culture. I guess you kind of got me. It's, it's almost like the kind of, you know, Christian nationalism, right? Well, what is Christian nationalism? Well, Christian nationalism is defined as Christians who think that America should be a Christian nation above all. I guess I'm a Christian nationalist because, yeah, I think it would be awesome if all of America became Christians and gave their life to Christ. I think that would be awesome. In fact, I question the uh, motives and ethics of Christians who don't want that. Now, I'm not saying you enforce that with an iron fist and a whip and you, you put people into bondage if they don't do that. No, of course not. But if the entire country had a, re a revival and the entire country accepted Jesus Christ, and the entire country went into worship of God, yeah, I'm all for that. And I guess if you're going to define that as a Christian nationalist, I guess you got me. <laughs> I, I mean, I really do, but, but moving on. <clears throat> Politics do not matter, okay? Joe Biden is your president. I, I, I you know... I, I guess technically you're right. I don't believe he won the election, but he does hold the office. I've never argued that. Uh, you are nothing, bro. Just another peed off redneck who didn't get his way. You should delete your Facebook. You make yourself look like a effing moron every uh, day. Also, uh, uh huh. and here it comes. 
Here it comes. Here's the evil, right? Okay, so everything this person just said, none of that matters. This is the part that matters. And this is what I'm talking about. This is the evil that we're fighting against. So this person really doesn't have a problem with me. The evil inside of this person has a problem with me because I combat it every single day. Okay, are you ready? Here it comes. <clears throat> F Jesus Christ, F God, F Christianity. There it is. There it is. There's the real, there's the real part of it all right there. It is a hatred towards Christianity and especially a hatred towards Christians that are not afraid to stand up and be bold. The enemy, the devil, evil, demonic, whatever you want to call it, they can not stand it. Now, am I saying that Mark Draven, Draving is possessed by a demon? No, I'm not saying that. Am I saying that this is obviously a spiritual attack? Uh, yeah, that's what this all boils down to. And then I love this. <clears throat> I love this. This is, this is my other favorite part of the message. So he just goes on this tangent, F Jesus Christ, F God, F Christianity, right? So he's anti-God, he's anti-Jesus, he's anti-Christianity, hates us, right? But then he goes on a tangent about talking about how I'm wrong because God loves everybody. Listen to this, you can't make this up. All right, so he just said F Jesus, F God, F Christianity, <clears throat> but only the ones that you think would actually be hateful towards anybody. The real Jesus and God actually care about everyone, no matter what they identify as or choose to be in life. I agree with that statement completely. That's absolutely true. If you're gay, God wants to have a relationship with you. If you're transgender, God wants to have a relationship with you. If you're a murderer, God wants to have a relationship with you. He cares about you. I absolutely believe that 100%. I, I, I agreed. Except you, though. I guess he's saying that he wants to, I guess he's saying that Jesus loves and cares about everybody except me. Except you, though, since you're a hateful bigot. you probably never even seen anything outside of a boot camp. Oh, and, and here it goes. So this person probably is in the military, and it always goes to the, the you know, you, you never did anything. I actually was very honest in my book when I said I was the other 99% of the army. Yeah, I went to Iraq, went outside the wire over 300 times, I think, but I wasn't anything special. I wasn't a Navy SEAL, wasn't Special Forces, wasn't a Ranger. There's a lot more people that deserve a lot more credit than I ever do because I was just a guy doing my duty. I actually was very honest about that. Um, <clears throat> effing poser. Nobody wants to be your assistant. There it is. I told you they were responding to the assistant thing. Uh, you are a lazy, washed up P word, a poor, poor piece of S. It's time for you to get a real job and get off the internet. F U P U S S Y. <laughs> I, I don't know about the lazy part, man. I, you know, I, I'll say, uh, you're right. My life is different these days, but lazy, I don't know. Uh, you know, I got a lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff going on. I think, yeah, in the next in the next nine days, I, I I go to Tennessee, Montana, Arizona, Texas, then Florida. I, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know about lazy, but but either way, again, this message in and of itself, it starts with personal attacks, then it starts with the transphobic, homophobic stuff, but then 
they could they they accuse me of being gay because i you know donald trump will never have sex with you <laughs> okay all right and then it gets to the real heart of it all which is this person <clears throat> hates jesus he hates god he hates christianity and therefore he hates me Look at it. Ooh, this is really good. So just like I say that I don't hate transgender people, I hate transgender ideology. I hate the transgender plague that is coming across our country. I hate it. I absolutely hate the sin that is the LGBTQ lifestyle, 100%. I have a deep heart for the people, 100%. In fact, I put this tweet up. And I didn't write the first part of the tweet. I don't know who did, but I put this tweet up and it goes like this. The people that offend you with truth don't actually hate you. In fact, they care for you more than the people who just tell you what you want to hear will ever care about you. You see, I don't hate the LGBTQ community. In fact, I care more about their eternal souls than all of you people that are cowards that just tell them what they want to hear so you don't have to deal with the backlash. And just like I hate the evil that is sin, that is the infection of the LGBTQ lifestyle, the infection of this transgenderism, the infection of the grooming of our children, just like I hate that, this person hates the Christian in me that is standing against those things. So this email. If you get down to it, it really all boils down to the middle part. F Jesus, F God, F Christianity. This person doesn't hate me. This person hates. This person is oppressed and afflicted with evil. And evil hates me. Satan hates me. The devil hates me. Just like the devil hates every Christian that's actually doing anything. Isaiah Saldivar said it really bad, really well. The devil doesn't mind you going to church. The devil doesn't mind you worshiping. The devil doesn't even mind you saying you're a Christian. Because 99% of Christians that go to church and, you know, all this other stuff, they don't do anything. They don't change. They, they go to church. Uh, they worship the Lord. And then they go straight home abandon their wife and their children. They go downstairs, they play video games, or they watch pornography. The, the, the devil don't mind you if you're not changing. And I would say if you're a Christian, and everybody talks about Christians supposed to be meek and all this other stuff, I would say that if you're a Christian and you're not receiving some kind of pushback from people. Now, I'm not saying that you got to do it like I do it, because can't nobody do it like I do it. I have the innate ability to make people upset. <laughs> I really do. There is something about my face, something about my voice, and something about the words that I say that these people that are afflicted, these people that are not living a God-filled life, they hate me. They hate me. And that's fine because I would much rather be hated by them than for the Lord to spit me out of his mouth and say that he never knew me at the end of the day. The end. Anyway. Got really off on a tangent there on the hate mail, but I just felt it was really important, A, to show you that if you're going to take a stand for something, okay, this is what comes along with that, and B, 
get to the real root of it because it's not it's not hatred towards me it's hatred towards the god and christ that they that they see in me and coming out of me because i, I refuse to be a a head in the sand christian that just minds my own business i refuse to do